from MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Today is our indoor show, which means everything inside your house is fair game to be a topic of discussion. Uh, you can ask all about your indoor problems you want to solve this year. Plus, we have some indoor home improvement ideas that won't cost you an arm and a leg. Also, give you some life hacks to make your projects go even smoother. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Dell Morph Affordable Solution 601. i got to get my mouth together this way. <laughs> well, it's Wednesday. Did, did you hear that slur? <laughs> I did. It's as if I already had a couple of beers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dell Morph from Affordable Solution 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today is our indoor show, which means everything inside your house is fair game to be a topic of discussion today. Anything you're working on, we can uh, help you out with that. Hopefully, you can ask about all your indoor problems you want to solve this year plus we've got some indoor home improvement ideas that won't cost you an arm and leg and a couple of hacks here and there share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877 mpb ring that's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org how are you guys doing today man i am doing wonderful uh glad to be back from orlando yeah um if you have ever wondered if you could go see everything possible uh-huh. in the building industry, it was at the International Builder Show. In Orlando. In Orlando. Thousands and thousands of square feet of everything. N- new stuff on the market for your home. Yeah. Kohler's. Okay. Let me let me just explain right quick. Kohler's booth mm-hmm. for this Caller who, who makes a lot of uh, uh, bath kitchen type of appliances, sure. that, you yeah. know, all kinds of um, stuff. Faucet, you know, every, right. everything Kohler. Um, their booth was like 10,000 square feet. Wow. The booth? The booth. Usually isn't that like a fold-out table with a skirt on the front of it? Oh, uh, you know. right. You could, you could walk in their booth, hit a button, uh-huh. and you were in the shower, but there was plexiglass to keep the water off of you, but you could experience Don't even talk the to shower me, without getting wet. <laughs> that is so the cool. Infinity. I mean, it Rain was, it was an un, so cool. un, unbelievable show. So, uh, uh, But obviously, I'm glad to be back. Man, when I was uh, like a 11, 12-year-old boy, that would have been the perfect shower. <laughs> yes. Because I wouldn't have ever got of wet. Course, yeah, of course right, I, yeah. I took a shower. Right. Too How are you doing, Dale? Oh, man, great, great. Feeling good. Okay, good, good. You uh, 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 working on anything in particular? Well, we got a couple houses that's um, up for sale. We got to um, put a roof on one and a few little cosmetics, you know, make sure the new homeowners um, appreciate the new home. Wow, that's a pretty wild swing for some of us to hear roof and cosmetics. Yes. Cosmetics um, <laughs> sound like something I can do. A roof is not. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, all right. Well, uh, today, yes, Fix It 101 is focused on pretty much the indoors. Of course, we'll, we'll, we'll take anything you've got going on. And I want to go ahead and get to an email real quick, and you can get your call in. Lines are open 877-MPB-RING. Whatever it is you're working on, anything you got in the house that you want to fix, repair, whatever, we're here. All right, from uh, Margaret in Madison, I got an email that said, I would like to put in a gas cooktop where there is currently an electric one. The only ventilation is a very loud, over-the-range microwave that recirculates the vent into the kitchen. The house is two-story on a slab, and this is not an exterior wall. Any ideas on how ventilation to the exterior can occur without breaking the bank? Uh, that last portion was the was the clincher without breaking the bank. Now, I will say it's kind of funny because 
you can, of course, replace uh, an electric with a gas, but you've got to have a plumber to to, to get that gas sure. to the uh, the new gas stove. But then, of course, gas has ventilation. So uh, typically that's going to go up through your roof. Fellas, what do you think? Well, you know, hopefully, even though it's not on an exterior wall, doesn't mean we cannot vent. Um, you know, obviously it's on a wall, you right. know. Um, Hopefully the second story m- mimics that wall. Right. Uh, we could get on the backside of it, run run our ventilation pipe through the through the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, would uh, would take a um, inline fan to help get the right the um, of, um, fumes out of the house. Um, but it, that's a real hard question to answer on the radio without actually looking at it. Yeah, because it's, it's got to be routed out um, either through the uh, roof or the walls, and you got to be able to see what's the safest way to um, do that. Well, the the trick is, I think, really to this email is that the procedure is not a difficult one. That very last point, yeah, where it says without breaking breaking the bank is the big issue and what that means to you as far as how much breaking breaking the bank is. Yeah, is it a big bank, a little well, bank? <laughs> I mean, hey, I can tell you right now, breaking my bank right now wouldn't take much after right. Orlando. Right. <laughs> That's what they made that place for, really. Some of the stuff uh, I've seen folks working on, and one of the things that uh, Java put in the script for today that I thought this was really cool, he had mentioned to uh, some of the simple idea for inside home improvement. We just did this at my home, which was replace interior doors. Oh, yes. One of the things is interior doors are, are, are fairly cheap, uh, but the installation of them is tricky if you've never done that before because uh, one of the things you learn if you go to the store to buy a door, an interior door, a little, you know, say uh, uh, everything from a, a closet to a bedroom door, something like that, you'll find, you know, pretty much what style you're looking for. However, and they don't cost much, Mm-mm. that is if you buy the slab door. And what I mean by that is just the door. That doesn't come with anything else. Right. It may have, uh, typically they have the hole for the handle, but outside of that, uh, they don't have a place to put the hinges. They've not do- All that is not mapped out. So let okay. me tell you what, what I did when I replaced my doors. The first thing I did was I took the door off its hinges, all right? Mm-hmm. The first thing I did. And then uh, you take it outside, and you measure it to the new door. Right. One of the things you get from that is, first of all, the height from the floor to uh, the top of the door is going to need to be similar because uh, the doors are all cut to a standard. And you may have built your floor up uh, higher than that standard is currently. So you, you have to check for that. And also, if you will take that door off and set one on top of the other, you'll see exactly where those hinges need to sure. go. Yep. Um, and line the door uh, the door holes up, you know, where the knob goes. Mm-hmm. Line those up. You'll see exactly where the hinges need to go, and that will help a lot. Uh, other thoughts on that? Well, uh, from my past experience, um, some of those doors are just like cardboard, and um, they mm-hmm. – be careful if you have to cut on anything, um, any overcuts, or uh, if it's not, you know, if they're just fragile, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've torn doors up like that. Um, the hinges, you know, they're just not solid. And yeah. Well, if, now they they make. I do know this. If you buy if you buy just a, a door, you know, mm-hmm. and this is like a an interior door, like a six panel interior door, is anywhere from. Thirty-five to sixty-five dollars, you know, right, somewhere in there, right. yeah, even cheaper uh, sometimes. Yeah, and and but remember, it doesn't have a place where the 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 hinges go or anything like that. So you have to uh, buy a thing that will help you get those hinges on there properly and oh, yes. with it sucking into that depth. But they do make this little template thing, mm-hmm. uh, which I bought, and and it's it's actually uh, you can you can use your drill, say like a hand drill or or a, a electric. Uh, what you're doing is you're routing out a, a place for the hinge so that it will sink into the door a little bit. Right. Mortise in that hinge. Right. And the the fun part of that is is that they make a kit for this, folks. It, yes. You don't have to make it up as you go. You, you you can actually buy a kit. The kit's only about 20 bucks, and you can put hinges on every door you ever come across. And don't now, use the Sawzall. You know, personally, uh, I'm going to buy the door unit. 
Right. Yes. Now, see, the, it, it comes with yes. your comes with your frame, comes with your trim, and comes with your door. And it's all yes. And everything's put together. Right. Um, now you're gonna pay a little more. You're gonna pay eighty bucks, ninety bucks. Mm-hmm. It's worth for it. that door unit. But um, the time it's gonna take and the talent it's gonna take to get that door mounted mm-hmm. in that existing frame could for the for the beginner right could be a little challenging i will say also the the other portion of that is although the materials in this are not really cheap or are they are cheap i'm sorry the materials are fairly cheap as far as home building goes mm-hmm. meaning the, the interior doors they're, mm-hmm. they're that's not, really not bad because no. you get your molding however home. if you go uh there's two different directions you can go you can just buy the slab door or you can buy the door in the frame already made yes. the trick about this is that is uh this is a, a, a closet maybe in your room, something of that nature, is a great place to try this out. And the reason being is that putting a door in, frame it all, it sounds like it's just, it's 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 over the top. It's really not that difficult except for the trick is, is square. square. <laughs> you know, you want it to be square and, and um, making sure that everything is aligned up. Aligned up. Cause it's kind of like Legos. It's, you're mm-hmm. pulling apart and putting it together. Everything's got to be put together right. And one of the things you know about that is that you Seems. know if a door has not been put in square, if, like, it always wants to open yep. a certain amount or, mm-hmm. you know. Or, or hard to close. Hard to close, uh, hard to open, whatever. So those are the things you need to look for when you're doing that. However... Uh, it can really update your home very fast, uh, especially if you want a particular design. Sure. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Right. The houses with those old doorknobs and doors, it'll be amazing what a new six-panel do with some new locks. Oh, wow. Yeah, it really spices it up. All right, uh, we're going to take a break real quick. Uh, we'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what can uh, what can we talk about everything indoors today that you need to do? What home improvement projects have you been meaning to get to inside your home? Right now is the time. Originally, by the way, we scheduled this show when it was like 30 degrees outside. <laughs> we can't keep up with Mississippi weather here. It's impossible. Anyway, uh, need any tips for how they're done easier or faster? The number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Fix It 101. I'm Jason Klein. This is Del Moore. Jeff Sammons. We're ready to uh, answer your questions about what's going on today. The number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Going to find ways to make small jobs worthwhile. I had a question here that I just absolutely love. When is a job too small for a contractor? Gentlemen? Mm-hmm. Well, what, what, what is that? Well, I mean, yeah. dollar rise or friendship wise? I, I mean, don't you know. Can, you can you can pretty much count on when a contractor pulls in your driveway, you just spend a hundred dollars. Okay, period. Right. Coming out fee. Yeah, I mean, right. we can call it whatever we want to. So if you call someone to change a light bulb, it's, it's, it's need to well, be a friend. I mean, you know, you've got insurance, you have a secretary, you have a phone. Right. Um, you know, all those things add up. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, we've spent $100 when we pull in your driveway. Right. Okay. For advice. All right. You know, we've done nothing. Just so you, look. So you better get something fixed while they're there. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, get all your questions answered. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, do it now. Well, I mean, no, that's, a good, that's a good point. So, like, you know, if, uh, if I want to, uh, say, change a ceiling fan in, in one of my rooms, is that too small a job? Um, 
Well, you know? I just did that for my banker. We did three of them. Did you? So, oh, okay. um, you know, again, you're 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 on a ladder, right? You're messing with, with electricity. Electricity <laughs> you got a liability there, um, right? and you've got a twenty-five pound item above your bed, above your head. Right. Um, That's a good point. You know, we need to think about that a little bit. Yeah is that is that a is that a is that a project for a, for a uh, contractor? Probably. Well, let me ask you this: What about a handyman? Uh, I guess we should say yeah. handy person. I think mm-hmm. handy person would be great for that. Right. Except okay. for they're on the extinction list. You know, uh, uh, handy people are yeah, on the they're, extinction they're list. Yeah, they're changing uh, their profession. They're going into um, either one market or they're out of that market. So it's it's hard to find a good handyman. Like, that's like a person that just knows uh, a good generalist. Well, yes. yeah. you know, once you find that handyman, you better take care of him because they are hard to find. Yes. Wow. I yeah. did not know that. And they'll stop coming once the, you know how to depreciate them, you know. Right. You know, they might say, okay, I'll, I'll do it this time, but they're not coming back. Okay. All right. That's um, Now, so if I have one of you folks out, one of you guys comes to my house, and I say, hey, I'd like to knock out that wall. So one of the things that uh, Java was talking about on this thing was don't be shocked by the price. And uh, one of the things in here says don't want the contractor to work at a handyman's rate. Demolition um, is not cheap. Yeah. You would think you just tearing some up, but it's got to be done right. It's got to be uh, properly removed and hauled away. Yeah. Assuming it can be or should be. Right. Yes. Right. right. Uh, so, okay. All right. Interesting. So tell me about, uh, let's see, we're going to stay on the inside here and install a backsplash for a stove. Uh, what are the options here, fellas? You have uh, several different options because of the new product. You have the uh, the template look, the uh, the glass look, the tile, mm-hmm. um, the, the laminate or the formica. It's, it's just so many different looks. But uh, once you find the look you want, it should be uh, fairly easy to install a little adhesive. Or- oh, by the way, 877-MPB-RING. All lines are open, so you can give us a call right now and ask about your project you've got going on, anything in the home. So uh, I've noticed in the big box stores recently – there's a big push on these things. Uh, it's like a large panel yeah. that you can put behind your your stove mm-hmm. uh, that is basically just a glue-on sort of thing. Yeah, mimics copper yeah, or yeah, yeah. stainless, yeah. you know, something along those lines. What is that lines. about? How does that look? What's the? I mean, do people like that? What's the deal? Uh, I'm, you know, I, I don't it's have good. a problem with the copper look at all. I like it, actually. Right. So that's something that you literally can buy, and there, you know, I think well, it's are like tin almost, right? Mm-hmm. And then you can glue them to the wall. Yes, huh? And they're easy to clean up. We're not talking about like Elmer's here. Right? No, no, you're gonna need some um, PL, some both thousand gorilla, some yeah. gorilla. Yeah, okay, all right, something to stick it to the wall. Yeah, uh, and I guess I guess you should uh, keep the heat in mind when you're thinking about that particular panel, right? So these Usually, panels. Behind the stove or uh, the backsplash, is kind of out the area. It's, it's safe. Right. Okay. Uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. Guys, where do our, where do our folks go? Uh, do they know that? Oh, they knew you were coming back maybe today. Right. Right. And they're like, oh, well. Maybe they're in Orlando. Who knows? Right, right. 877-MPB-RING. Uh, some of the stuff that we're talking about this morning. What about, I've seen this recently on a couple of like the Pinterest type sites, the under the stair conversions. This oh, is really neat. Yes. Because it's such a waste of space half the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is where all of the cat products go. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's funny you say that. I, I was uh, on Howl's or, or something the, uh-huh. the, the other evening. And I saw where they had cut out under the stairs for uh-huh. the dog's bed. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, it, cool. was, it was pretty cool. That's a really good idea. Yeah, I mean, it, it is wasted space. It is. Um, the other stuff uh, I've seen is people taking one portion of the sheetrock out to make a shelving system Yep. Um, uh, right there up under the stairs, like a bookshelf, not mm-hmm. not big, you know, curios, things like that. So uh, I guess that storage. It's or, a hiding spot. It it's is just a good a hiding spot. Hole. You know, sometimes they have the hot, hot water heater there. Uh, 
the janitor closet. It's, it's so many right. things you can hide under the stairs. The janitor closet is something we do at my house. But I, but I can tell you that that space can be used, especially if you're in a small home, can be used for storage in a in a uh, like a drawer type system. You can build drawers into that space mm-hmm. that will pull mm-hmm. out. Uh, that would be very usable. It would be very nice looking, almost like a mud room. Yeah, a little small kid room or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I did see one person build, you know, like one of those mud room seats also oh, that yeah, you can yeah, sit yeah, in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, With the, the hooks above it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe the, the, the seat would put a, a piano hinge on it. You could you could lift the seat right. up. You have additional storage there. That would be, that'd be a, a neat idea for right there under the stairs. The only thing, you don't want those squeaking stairs. Make sure you screw those down good. The stairs? Yeah, you're squeaking, mm-hmm. and you're there sitting meditating, and someone's walking up the stairs. Squeak, 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 See, squeak. something well, you can do. There's some value to squeaky stairs, too, though. There are. You know what's funny? Just those teenagers. My, <laughs> my wife and I went out. After after the show we had a couple of weeks ago, you remember we talked about the graphite and or, uh, yes. or uh, silicone spray? It, it didn't occur to me, and I went out and I bought some of the silicone spray, which is right next to the WD-40. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, if you buy that... Um, it's funny. We we sprayed the door, the outside door. Now we don't know when the kids are leaving the house. Exactly. We, don't, we don't have an indication. Right, right. There's nothing. To, and the door always squeaked. And it's like, oh, man, did you hear them? Did they come in? Did they go out? We don't know. If you've got little kids, the squeak aren't, isn't so bad. That's true. Right. Uh, the one thing I will say is that. Uh, the dogs don't hear the squeak, so we don't get quite as they much as bark the bark. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Everything got quiet real quick. All right, let's go to Albert in uh, Cleveland, and she's cleaning uh, cleaning a water heater. Are you with us, Albert? Hello? Hello, yes. Hi, are you with us? Yes, sir, I am. How are you today? Very good. Uh, so what what uh, you got going on with your water heater? Um, well, I was just actually <clears throat> talking about a general uh, maintenance kind of uh, schedule because I I called a plumber recently, and I asked him, you know, to possibly clean my water heater and, you know, clear the water out, refill it, et cetera, and he actually recommended that I don't do it. And so I'm just trying to see what is what is the maintenance schedule on a hot water heater? Should it be cleaned out yearly? I mean, what would be the... What would be the problem in, in, in cleaning it out? Why would he recommend that I don't do it? How old is this water heater? Um, I... Purchased the house in 2009, so oh. and I had a brand new one replaced. I mean, you know, put one in. So eight years, nine years, okay. eight years, nine years. You know, it's funny. Some of these things have lasted over 30 years without anyone ever even looking into the room that they're in. You know, they usually Uh-oh. have a 10 year expectancy, right? But uh, now, is it what type of heater is it? Is it gas or electric? It's gas. Oh, it's gas. Okay. Uh, Gas, believe it or not, uh, avoids some of the problems that the electric has. Uh, Electric has an element that often gets really kind of crudded up pretty quick, and and you've got to clean it off. And that's usually, if you see water heaters by the side of the road a lot of time that that, that folks throw out or to go to the trash, uh, if they are electric, I mean, 99 times out of 100, it's going to be that element has burned out somehow or gotten real cruddy or something like that, and yes. they've thrown the whole thing out. And you can actually just replace the element. Mm, okay. Okay, so I don't have to, like, clear it, completely empty it, and do all of it. I, I, I don't yeah. think that's a part of the maintenance of the uh, hot water tank. Um, okay. Actually draining and cleaning the water, it's, it should be purified. Now, there's going to be somebody who installs those things is going to call us in a minute and tell us why we're wrong. So you need to continue to listen to the show so that we can actually tell you. Now, Jeff is just doing some research. Are you finding anything, Jeff? Uh, Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, So what's it say? Well, it's telling me right now that uh, it is a pretty good idea to flush that uh, water heater. Really? Uh, yeah, sure is. Okay. Um, yeah, I read that too, but my plumber was like, "No, nah, you don't have to do that." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why? Because he gets to put in the new one. That's right. So, that's right. Well, you, you you know what? It makes sense because we we do have minerals in our in our water, obviously. And uh, what it's telling me right now is that it is a good idea to drain that water heater. Um, and they do have little drain uh, valves on th- them. That's right. You can hook a water hose up to the bottom of it, turn the valve on, send your water hose outside, put it in a tub drain or whatever. Right. Uh, drain it and uh, then fill it back up. And then it's telling me that, you know, it's it's uh, it would be acceptable to do this about once every couple years. Okay. 
So. Oh, all right. Jeff fixed it. Do we need to use any bleach or any? Uh... No, 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 no. Because you're you're not going to be able to introduce any foreign object into that water heater. Okay. Right. Obviously, it's a sealed unit. So uh, hook your hose onto it, drain it. Um, you know, you'll turn your water off, um, drain it, and then turn your valve off at the bottom, and then fill it back up. Okay. Pretty simple. And with ours being gas, do we need to turn anything else off? Um, Probably um, gas. Yeah, you could if you wanted to. I mean, it is not. Um, um, uh, well, the pilot light's still on, so it's not. Yeah. The um, thing I'm concerned about with the electric is it may burn out while you are draining it. It wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt to throw the breaker. Wouldn't hurt to cut the uh, valve off to the water heater. Let's don't, you know, cut your gas off to your entire house now. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Thank you. We appreciate thank that. You so much. Mm-hmm. All right. Real quick, let's go to Timothy in Louisiana. He is a stair builder. Certainly, you've got a comment on what I was talking about a little bit earlier about uh, the storage under the stairs. Make a small room. Timothy, you with us? Yes, sir. Good morning, boys. As I called about the stairs, I'm a stair builder. All right. And I have done projects where I made each of the risers a drawer. Oh, wow. Really? And Yes. Uh, and... The homeowner just loved that. You know, the woman, the homeowner, uh, the wife there, she came up with a plan, oh, wow. and I executed it, and it came out so good. I, I had to go with thicker treads because they would not have the riser support. Right. You know, um, and I glue down with PL Premium all the treads so there will be no squeak <laughs> and oh. glue them down. I do not allow nails on any project that I build, period. On stairs? Mm-hmm. Good for any you, project. Timothy. I don't care what it is. Screw the sucker together. Screw yes. the 10 to 1 better than anything. But i got a camera on the, that water heater, too. You What's know? that? Um, here's what I do is I get a six-foot hose mm-hmm. and put a funnel on top of it. After I drain the radiator, I hook up to the drain the six-foot hose with a funnel. Uh-huh. And I put in five gallons of vinegar, white vinegar. It usually, it's it's generally about fifty cents a gallon. Uh-huh. Okay, and that will melt all of the calcium and everything built up in there. Really, and then drain it out again. Yes. Okay, but and your water won't smell like Easter eggs for a few days, will it? No, I. It, okay. it, you know. Once you drain it back out, uh, you know, it, I mean, it, it's not bad at all. Oh, okay. Really. You know, <laughs> right. you know that smell. Oh, yeah. I'm you sure. Know, it's, it's Easter because you smell the vinegar. Sure he's left the vinegar in there a couple of times and once wanted right. the water. Right. <laughs> yeah, all right, Timothy. Know, they, they, they used to make water heaters with clean out ports on the side. Right. And I have some you. that they still do, and that's the kind I would buy, especially with all the. the the minerals we have in the water in the south. Boy, mm-hmm. how do right. That's you know? it. So that's my suggestion is That's a good point. Out with vinegar. Thank you, you know? very much, Timothy. Hey, uh, have you guys ever come across the need or hear of anyone having to clean a uh uh was it the the at at will water heater, what do they call them? Oh, a uh, uh, on demand tankless. Yeah, on demand tankless. Mm-hmm. Would you ever have to clean that? Um, I don't know what you would clean, right? Uh, because it's just it's water. Just a box. It's, it's water yeah. running through a copper tube with a flame under it, right? Um, <laughs> no crude description, but that's the principle. I like it. Pretty it. much like self cleaning, right? All right, we're going to take a real quick break. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Listen, what can we talk about uh, that is in your home that needs help with today? What home improvement projects have you been meaning to get done inside your home? Even though you think it should be cold this time of the year, let's go ahead and stay inside. Do you have any tips for getting them done easier or faster? Call us 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back.
Inauguration Day is right around the corner, and Chapter 1 of a new administration is set to begin. As stories take shape, NPR will be here with coverage you can depend on to help you make sense of it all. Listen every day. President Obama came into office eight years ago, promising to end the two wars he inherited. Instead, he's whittled them down. Smart, sustainable, principled partnerships. That's how we brought most of our troops home. Nearly 180,000 troops in Iraq and Afghanistan, down to 15,000 today. Obama's war legacy later on All Things Considered from NPR News. Today at 4 on NPB Think Radio. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Welcome back to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. This is Jason Glein along with Jeff Simmons from Houseworks and uh, Dale Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Sorry, I'm getting my act together today. Just just not having it. Uh, buddy's on the line in Natchez, and he's got a comment on those water heaters. You with us, buddy? Hey. Hey. So what's up with the water heater? Good morning. I just had a comment about water heaters, which I've worked on for about 35 or 40 years now. But so a novice, huh? On my own personal <laughs> heater, whether it be gas or electric, I take the little valve off that comes on the machine when you purchase it and put a three-quarter inch nipple in that, short nipple. I bushen it up to a one-inch, and I put a one-inch quarter-turn ball valve on it Then can bushen back to a three-quarter. And you can buy the brass fitting that will screw all garden hose on one end and has pipe threads on the other and screw that into that bushing. Wow. So you've got a, a valve there that's got the same opening as you've got inside the tank itself. So you don't have any restriction there. So every once in a while you can stick your garden hose on that, just open that valve, quarter of a turn, and that's wide open. And, and uh, all your trash flows out your hose under the pressure of your incoming water. Right. That keeps the tank pretty doggone clean. We had a tank one time, you know, it had a lot of that sediment in it. It was a gas heater. Uh-huh. And when it came on, it would sound like somebody walking across the floor. And uh, yeah. I took that valve off, put that little combination that I just described on there, uh-huh. and ran the line under the house to the side of the house just with black roll tubing. And uh, when I'd go into a shave, which was an electric razor, it'd take 45 seconds or a minute to shave. I'd just walk by that closet and throw that valve wide open, run in there and shave, come back, close the valve, and it eliminated all of that bumping and bopping and carrying on it to water heater would do because wow in it. that's a great idea it is it is I, I wouldn't have thought about that for for those of you who didn't follow the uh the technical part of that it's just uh replace the thing that came with it that let the water out with something more standard to let yeah, the water well, out. it was bigger you right. know he he, he 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 upped the size and then with that uh, a ball valve mm-hmm. you know you turn it a quarter turn it's wide open right opposed to a a traditional hose bib style. Right. Um, yeah, I like that. Wow, cool. All right, appreciate that, buddy. Thanks. Uh, you know what? We were talking earlier about uh, about the conditions right now, as weird as they are with the the weather being warm today or cool today. or cold. We had winter for like three days, and then, then it's uh, spring again. And I'm sure we'll get another winter sometime in February, something like that. Yeah, typical Mississippi weather. Right. Mm-hmm. One of the things to think about during this time when it's getting like that is a smart thermostat, a good thermostat. Um, most homes that you go into uh, have have converted at this point to a, a digital-style thermostat, but not all. Uh, and those those old Johnson Control thermostats were fantastic. They, oh, those they, little those round ones. Yeah, the little round ones that oh, we they had, were great. They were amazing. You know, don't touch it because your right. dad will you know oh, of get mad at you. But anyway, the Mercury worked in those. They did. They did. <laughs> but there is a you know there are new thermostats on the market, and and some of them can just be phenomenal. And if you get a connected thermostat, that might be a neat way to go. And what that is, it's a thermostat that talks to your Wi-Fi. And that way you can talk to the thermostat from your your gadget, your phone or oh, whatever yes. else you have, and tell it, you know, you can even wire it up so that you can tell it, 
uh, hey, turn it up two degrees. You can just say Do it to the air. Turn mm-hmm. the air down. Then. I don't right. care what she says. Right. I'm programming you to stay <laughs> well, around you can, 68. You can have a passcode. So <laughs> if you have uh, kids that go by and hit the buttons all the time, you can you can lock that out if you want to do that way. I, I just I made mean, a whole bunch of dads across the country really just, happy. Yeah, but just <laughs> think of how many kids have just lost their job. I know. <laughs> That's true. You know, my, my, my job growing up was real simple. We, we had three channels. Uh-huh. And... Uh, all I had to do is turn the channel. Right, right. That was you your know, job. That was my job. Right. So you lost that I job was, when you got clickers. I was the remote. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with the uh, with the heaters. There you go. Um, so, oh, oh man, this is unbelievable. Got a, got got something in the chat box. Uh, a person wants to know how to fix a crack in a popcorn ceiling. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now you can, you can get up there with now now depending on how large the crack is you can get up there and you can fill it uh fill that crack with uh i don't know sheetrock mud almost it's going to be difficult uh it depends on if if the popcorn is not peeling and falling it's got a good bun it's still just a hairline fracture mm-hmm. your quick cheat would be um some caulk you know just um painter's caulk and uh, dab it to look just like the popcorn. You right. Know? Okay. Right. Instead of smoothing it, because if you smooth mm-hmm. it, you might as well go ahead and scrape the area and, and get ready to go yeah. back with popcorn. It's right. virtually almost impossible to Once you start peeling, that's it. I, I, the, treat, uh, the, the cheap trick is to take the caulkers, uh, the painter's caulk, dot, 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 along that um, fracture along line. That fracture line. And it'll look right. like uh, popcorn, and it should dry to about the same color. Okay. Okay. Uh, Other than that, you got to get a popcorn patch kit. Okay. I I see that that was. Java told me to to, uh, read that question because we got it in, but it sounds like that might have been from my wife because she mentioned this to me (laughs) not long ago. So, uh, Java. Unless your wife is uh, named Don. No, no, okay. Don is not my wife. She has several aliases. You appreciate that. She has used aliases. All right. Eric is on the line in Hattiesburg and has got a a cold air draft in the home. What's going on, Eric? Yeah, I just had a question. I live in an older home, and uh, whenever you mentioned that it was cold for about three days not too long ago, during those three days, it was rather drafty in my home. I've got a very new HVAC unit. It is very efficient. Um, however, it just can't combat those drafts that I have of the cold air that comes in and out of my home. I was really wondering, what is the best place to start to kind of make sure that we can kind of fix those drafts and make it a little more efficient inside of my home? Are, oh, man. Are you on a slab or... Um, I'm sorry? It is a raised foundation home. Okay, conventional. Okay. Um what about those single stream? That's webs? probably where the majority of your drafts are coming from. Really? Um, another thing that people often overlook, if you'll get in your attic, every place you have a wire coming through your top plate, yeah. if, if you will caulk that wire hole um, and do it at every penetration, you will be amazed about of the of the airflow that will de- decrease in your house. You can test it. Take a cigarette lighter, a candle, or something, and put it in front of your receptacle, and it will actually blow that flame because what's happening, the your house is sucking that air down through that attic in it through that receptacle. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like a tunnel. I mean. Um, you can add them up. I, I've heard um, Doug Rye uh, tell us that uh, the receptacle leakage in, in your home could be as much as a, a single window open full-time. No way. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know those single-strength windows, the uh, old outdated so, windows, no good. You know, now, they that, do sell, they sell also the uh, outlet insulators uh, that you can buy that, that basically mimic the plate. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Uh, and that's that's like a a, a quickie cheap solution may not uh, it may not take be, care. it may you know it may be a little easier but but just think you have that you have a drill I mean you have a hole drilled through that top plate and um, they they drill one size right the bigger the better right I, uh, let, let me say that um, one of the things I've learned since since uh, just being a kind of handy hubby 
and then talking to contractors. The the secret here you go. Is everybody listening? Mm-hmm. All right, quiet down. The secret to home building and contracting lies in a tube of caulk. <laughs> because that's the lipstick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just about everything that you find that's messed up can at least be temporarily fixed by caulk. <laughs> I say this. I've noticed in the uh, older houses on a slab that has a lot of windows. Uh-huh. You know, the single strength seems like the wind just blows right through those windows. Hmm. And at any point, if you were able to upgrade those windows, hmm. that would help. Yeah, windows. And, and, and if we get Eric taken care of, Eric, I think we did, didn't we? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good deal. Thank you. Uh, I think that's a I think that's a great idea, especially for an older home. Don't don't forget the windows and doors, Eric. They stay so yeah. uh, damp. You know, weather stripping around your doors, caulk right. uh, on the on the exterior side of your windows, uh, right. And if you go to the extreme to upgrade the windows, go ahead and put a little uh, moisture barrier insulation in those walls. And, you know, a lot of places, uh, curtains went out of fashion for a lot of places. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you, they are great insulators. Yes. Uh, Curtains are fantastic insulators in front of the windows. They really make a difference. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. Um, Oh, no, we lost David. Uh, but we'll get back. David, call back. We're going to get to you in just a second. We'll just, uh, uh, continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what can we talk about in your home that's going on? What home and projects, uh, home improvement projects have you been meaning to get done inside your home? Do you have any tips for getting them done easier or faster? We could use those too. Number calls 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Lines are open now. 877-MPB-RING or you can send an email fixit101 at mpbonline.org We'll be right back. Inauguration Day is right around the corner, and Chapter 1 of a new administration is set to begin. As stories take shape, NPR will be here with coverage you can depend on to help you make sense of it all. Listen every day. An evening of jazz can be just what the doctor ordered. Take the greats, Ella, Coltrane, Dinah, Miles, and Monk. Mix in the contemporary giants like Shure, Rittenauer, Crawl, Malone and Benson. Join me, Meredith Michelle, with WJSU's Evening Jazz, 7 to 10 weeknights on MPB Music Radio. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1 877 MPB Ring. That's 1 877 672 7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Welcome back. This is Fixit 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein, and we're here with Jeff Sammons from Houseworks and Del Moore of Affordable Solutions 601. Here we go. Uh, lines are open. Here we go. Buddy is on the line in Natchez. And, uh, Buddy, what's going on with your air filtration in the older homes? Buddy, you with us? Hey, I'm there. Back again. <laughs> all right. Well, to say for uh, air filtration in these older houses, the first thing, you got to really know where it's coming in at. And a good way to do that is to use a strong window fan. Put it in one of the windows, uh-huh. close up the rest of the house, and go around with a incense stick which burns slow, puts out a lot of smoke. Uh-huh. Some of them even really smell good. And you can go around your outlets, you can go around your windows, your doors, and you can oh, man. the smoke will be just blowing like crazy because of the air coming in around there. But you're actually pulling a small vacuum on your house with that window fan, and it'll identify the areas where you've got a problem. And then you can go from there, whether you need weather stripping or caulking or whatever, to eliminate your air infiltration. 
That's a fantastic idea, buddy. That is a that's a great idea. But they put out a lot of smoke, and it doesn't take but just a little little to make the smoke move, you know. And like I said, it burns slow. It lasts you. You could go over your whole house with one incense stick. That is that is fantastic, buddy. One of the things that uh, Java mentioned is that you can also do that shrink film stuff around your windows. That's a that's a really good. I've seen that done before. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's like giant saran wrap that kind of sticks to the 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 outside of your window frame, and it it creates another layer between your window and the inside of the home, and does stop a lot of. Uh, of air coming in to the home through the window if improperly put in you can also uh you can also caulk around that window really good before you put that in that'd be fantastic buddy thanks for the call and the uh comment that incense stick with the fan in the window that's a good idea uh, that one rates up there with the lipstick on the uh on the door that we were talking about a couple of weeks ago that everybody called in on. All right, here we go. Dave is on the line, and Mobile has got a comment. Dave, are you with us this morning? Dave? Uh, good morning. Morning. Uh, got a couple of things. Uh, just talking about uh, uh, air and uh, sealing the house. Mm-hmm. I, years ago, we have uh, duct work uh, sealing um, you know, forced air. Uh-huh. I took the covers off uh, each vent, and you know there is a small gap where they cut the hole in the sheetrock mm-hmm. and where the uh, duct fits in. Right, and that you know is a source number one of insects and things you know getting into the house from the attic. Right, and also uh, heat loss. So I simply. Mm-hmm. Around each uh, pipe, uh, put in uh, you know some foam caulking mm-hmm. and closed that area, and so it eliminates dust and things coming from overhead and also air loss. Yes, yes, a, yeah, a good product to use for that might even be the spray foam uh, type yeah. stuff. That stuff is amazing. Yep, that and then uh, you know that that brings another point. Your can lights, uh, Dave, it's the same thing. Yeah. So uh, we need yeah. to seal around the can lights because that's just another hole in your ceiling. Right. That's true. That's a very mm. good point. And so sometimes those can uh, lights are not uh, real uh, solid. Yeah, they, they got mm. a little opening in there. Right. So that's why I'm losing my heat and I'm getting the ladybugs in. I, I see. Oh, there you go. Yeah, the ladybugs come in through the same place. I'm wondering how they the up in the top of the corners. <laughs> you know, how do they get up there? That's a good point. Good point. I appreciate it, Dave. That's a great idea. All right, let's go to uh, Wade and Gulfport's got an idea on some of those uh, old windows. No, wait a second. You wanted to ask a question about some of the old windows. You with us, Wade? Yes. All right, so what's going on, man? Well, I've got uh, I've got some windows been in my house that's been there for about 30 years. Mm-hmm. Just a single pane, but I'm getting a lot of moisture on the inside, and it's so much that it's actually grown mold, starting to grow mold and stuff around if we don't keep it, Oh, you know. It's time uh, to upgrade. Single single pane windows. Um, let's see. You're in Gulfport. Yes, Wade. You're losing more than you know with those single pane windows. Yeah. Uh, there's so much moisture on the Gulf. Is there? Are, are you are you at all in a position to to replace? Um. Well, I could probably do. I'll figure. I probably do a few at a time or something. You know. Do the front first, uh, but yeah. sides. That 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 really is about where you are uh, with the age of those windows. Do you know if they're are they uh, uh, are they wood? Are they aluminum? Are they are they vinyl or metal? Aluminum, yeah, oh, yeah. Or metal, yeah, yeah. yeah aluminum. Um, I tell you what, single pane aluminum are the cheapest thing on the market, sure. and there's a reason for that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even sure you can still buy them. Mm-mm. Right. You know. So I I, I really think. Uh, just about just about any product out there right now that you can buy is probably going to be better than the product that you currently oh, yeah. have installed. Even if you had to do yeah. one at a time, it's best to um, set aside a budget yep. to take them yeah. all out. Yeah, look in look into a nice vinyl window. Yeah, uh, it's very good value. You know, we're not talking a lot of money. Right, They're very easy to install. Mm-hmm. It really there isn't a lot to installing a window to be no, honest with you. No, absolutely not. Um, on a, on a, you know we we need a hammer scale. 
Yes, yes. You, you know, like like five. Uh, how many hammers? Five. Yeah. Five is the top top. Five is top top. We want to do ten more graduated skill. Okay, ten. Okay, we'll do ten, ten. hammers. Dale's that fine if we do right, ten? Cool. That's fine. So okay. we'll do we'll do uh, on a scale for a window install, re- removing the aluminum, going to vinyl, um, and that's important. Uh-huh. Aluminum to vinyl. Right. Uh, I'm going to give it like um. You're I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it like a four hammer. Four hammers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll do four hammers. I'm yeah. with you there. Yeah, any uh, cool. upgrade is better. I mean, you're losing energy. It's hard to stay warm. So it's it's, stay it will, cool. and if you think about it, it's technology. And you know it's time to upgrade. I mean, Over the, 40 the years. The upgrade happened because it's a better product now. That, that's right. So, that's right. All right, Wade, appreciate it. Sorry about the bad news, but that, that may be your only real way out. You can get it priced in section if you know if you got 14 windows. Right. You get a budget on that. You get a contractor um, that's going to agree to, you know, right. consignment over a period of time and, and just get those well, windows We just changed. gave him four hammers. He's going to do it himself. Right. He's, gonna, okay. he's got it. Thanks. All right. Appreciate it, Wade. Let's go to Jan and Summit. Jan, are you with us? Jan, are you there? Oh, yes. Um, there you go. I have, <laughs> I have a kind of unusual problem. Okay. Uh, I live in a, a 1960 built house that's split level, mm-hmm. uh, very unusual style from Mississippi. Uh, and it's had part of the electric was redone in 1970, but the rest of it is the original electricity, um, electrical wires. Right, and yes. it doesn't have, most of the plugs are not three-pronged. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'd like to change those out, and I wondered if that's a good idea or... All right, stop. Uh, you, you hit oil. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, Here's the deal. Uh, first of all, your home may need to be rewired at this point. Up to uh, code. It, it, up to code, because it is not. And if it was rewired in the 70s from a 60s installation, uh, I would I would not ever put a three-pronged plug, plug on that. I would not. Um, okay. My, my big concern is I know it would be expensive, but the house that I live in, uh, my neighbor would like to buy, and he would probably tear it down. So anything that I put into the house is like, you know, I'm, I'm older, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, I'd use it for another 10 years, and then the house is probably going to be demolished. I do think you should contact an electrician. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think that's where you are with scale. it. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, well, sorry about that. We have now run out of time. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Kevin Farrell. For Del Moore and Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. show with Everyday Tech and Ms. Sharita Brent. Join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio. Underwritten by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi. Live healthy on the go with the My Blue Mobile app. More at bcbsms.com. Prepare for some active weather across the entire state of Mississippi as we cruise throughout the next couple of days. We have copious amounts of moisture streaming in, interacting with the boundary and eventually a low-pressure system coming in, and the risk of showers and thunderstorms are on the rise. Right now, we're looking at the better chance for maybe some isolation.